0: Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and this beer is going to finish us. I'm Mike.
1: I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we're the Drunk Guys, and this week is a double feature as we read my punishment books from last Christmas. The novelizations of the film adaptations, of the home video game adaptations, of the arcade video games, Street Fighter, and Mortal Kombat. And uh, I'm going to start with a beer. So these are fighting games, and especially in the plot of Mortal Kombat, the idea is to find who is the best fighter or the top gun. (laughs) And this is a new brewery for us. This is from Lost Farmer Brewing Company in Mineola. Yeah, Mineola, Long Island. And it's uh, a single IPA coming in at 6.5% alcohol. And it's fine. Not amazing. It is kind of like an older school thing. It's definitely got that like onion kind of hop flavor. That earthy like onion flavor. Which you used to see a lot more of. And then it went away and you were happy. And then it came back now. Mm. But it was really uh it went to the tap room. it's it's right by the like, the Costco we go to. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think we should check it out. I mean and it was, wow. it was and it was uh it was good. So um the two books we are reading are Mortal Kombat by Martin Del Rio, based on the script by Kevin Droney <laughs> or something,
2: or Jumbroney. Well, it's mean? also, it's based on an early version of the script, so it's different. And I mean, the Nate, other when you is... watch the movie, you can tell us how different, but...
1: <laughs> I wasn't paying that close attention. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also reading Street Fighter by Todd Strasser, and it Doesn't say based on whose thing, but the cover of the novel does say Jean Claude Van Damme and Raoul Julia, Julia, as if they're in the book.
2: I mean, you you can't read it and not see them in your mind. No, it's not possible. This book, this book stars Jean Claude Van Damme. (laughs) It is the only book to star Jean Claude Van Damme. He can't read.
3: So, but he can um,
0: have a very Belgian accent, but a really big American flag tattoo on yeah. his arm. Clearly, yeah, a little, that makes sense. Real mixed message. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's, that's, the, that's where you need to suspend your disbelief. Yeah, that's a Street Fighter. My goal, just to recap, was to find the most ridiculously distant from its source material <laughs> book <laughs> that I could. And I, I don't think you can get further than these. Because it's really the... And even if you, if you go into the video game thing, it's like the japanese game (laughs) was localized (laughs) in america then they made a sequel then they ported that to home consoles and then it became really popular with lots of people then they made a shitty movie and then they made a novelization for kids probably out of it A movie tie-in book i'm assuming yes oh yeah i mean the book stars jean-claude van damme (laughs) it's it's definitely a movie tie-in uh do you want to start with any any either
0: one gents uh, I read Mortal Kombat first, so that's right. how I approached them. Although I played, I only played Mortal Kombat a little bit. I definitely played more Street Fighter, mm. but I never played either one a ton. So I didn't have a ton of nostalgia for them. I remember them being a thing. And remembering with Mortal Kombat, there was like a a code you could put in where you'd have more blood or more gore. I remember that, that being was, a thing.
1: So that was for the home video version of it, because these did start as arcade games. And they're ported over to Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, where the, where most people would have played them, and like random other consoles. And this was right around the time when Congress, in their nanny statish ways, wanted to put ratings on video games. And Mortal Kombat was one of the key like examples of how fucked up video games were and how we should protect our young people from them. Little did they know what would happen in the coming years to video games. <laughs> but the workaround was like, so on the Super Nintendo version, because Super Nintendo or Nintendo had a much cleaner image, you know, like Super Mario and shit like that, the blood, quote fingers, was gray. It looked like sweat, like, like they had dust. just done a schwitz, and they <laughs> <laughs> you punch them, and they just kind of like, Ugh. But on the Genesis version, Sega at the time was the main competitor for Nintendo, and they were trying to make their images that they were edgier. So they didn't get rid of the... They got rid of the blood, like, sort of, so that, you know, just like then, just like today, the geriatric senators would have never figured out how to enter the code (laughs) to get blood to show up. But if you punched in the right crap, whatever it was, the blood would reappear in the game. But Mortal Kombat was way more violent and gross than Street Fighter. It It introduced the fatality... Where it was certainly popularized that where at the end of the game you could like rip a dude's head off or, like, and punch it, them down into a pit of spikes.
2: And compared to where the series is at now, it is remarkably tame, the old, old Oh ones. it's 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 comical. It is <laughs> it
1: is silly. Like it's G-rated.
0: <laughs> so in the Mortal Kombat book, oh I will also say that I did find and watch both movies. Which was, I thought was important because they were books based on the screenplays, which were also, you know, made into movies. Though I have a feeling that, although, as you said, it was like an early draft of the screenplay, which was probably true. I I, I feel like they were, he was writing the book while either the film was being filmed, so they didn't have a final product because there were some differences. Yeah. Not that I was paying that close attention either. So, anyway, the main. Character in Mortal Kombat is Liu Kang. There you go. And he is, he has this like vision in his dream that his brother is dead, he's being killed by the sorcerer. And then he also, but the reason why he's having that bad dream is because there's a telegram, because telegrams were still a thing, I guess. I had a question about that, yeah. A telegram (laughs) arrives. It's in the 90s. A telegram arrives that says, like, your brother dead. Very sad. (laughs) Still still playing (laughs) playing paying by the word. (laughs) (laughs) Full stop. (laughs) Me sad. Then it sort of cuts to Johnny Cash. No, what the fuck is Johnny Johnny Cage? Cage. John Cage. There you go. John Cage, the composer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. John Cage. He's there not playing a piano. Who is basically a white Jackie Chan who... uh, is in movies and he the first scene you see him, he's like or yeah, yeah he's like, Oh, he's all these guys, he's like in this dark warehouse, and he's like, Oh, everybody, put your hands up, but instead so he has to fight them all, but then one guy like doesn't hit just stands there and doesn't do anything. And then we hear cut and it's like, oh, it's a movie. Oh, I get it. And then everybody and then it's like in the in the uh, Johnny Cage is like I'm not doing that again. Come on. You shoot it without me. Cause that guy's an idiot. Cause that extra is dumb.
1: And I'm a diva.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he's like, and then, um, but so he goes over on the set and there's this guy sitting in his chair and it's who holding a newspaper that says Johnny sucks. But then it's his old (laughs) sensei who tells him you have to go fight in the you have to go. There's a tournament. You need to go to it. You just have to go to Hong Kong and get on a boat, you know, like you do, because I guess they don't have airports
2: wherever this tournament is being held. Did you so see t- what his title was in in uh, this? It was Bill Boyd, the greatest occidental karate master. Mm. Better being the better than being the best accidental
1: <laughs> karate master. <laughs>
0: Then, and so there's also another character, which is the girl,
1: Sonia Blade. She actually gets introduced first, and I like, I really uh, don't care <laughs> how she's described. Because <laughs> she, Lieutenant Sonia Blade, who works for the UN, the fictional badass UN department <laughs> that just tracks the
0: down the fictional Hong UN Kong. characters in both. I know both? these
2: could take place in the same universe. I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it the say they don't.
1: The universe of Sega Genesis. <laughs> 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 they, they, and I like how she's described. Blonde hair, pinned up in military fashion. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, what does a military <laughs> ponytail look like? But she is really hot, wearing her, not her camouflage uniform, her cami uniform. Which might mean she's wearing a camisole, I don't know. Also, she, there's a character in the other book named Cami. Cammy. Yes, who does wear camouflage? (laughs) Um, She's a graduate of, uh, like I said, she was first
2: in her class at special warfare school. (laughs) I think that's actually a real thing, though. Is it? I think that's actually what they call it, yeah. I don't believe you.
1: I feel like a 12-year-old boy wrote this book. (laughs) And it was like, there's a lady, and she has pretty army hair, and she graduated from Butt-kicking Academy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the special point. Warfare School does sound like it's
0: the, the special ed officers go. Yeah, this, it's called the Special <laughs>
2: Warfare Center in school.
1: Well, they left the school part out. Yeah. Oh, no, they left the center part out. She was first in her class at the Academy. <laughs> Just the, the, the one. It's known for informally as SWIC. <laughs> and she's in Hong Kong tracking down... Who well, I always called Kano as a child, but I guess if he's, I'm not sure if it's Kano, if he's like Japanese or something. but
2: No, he's uh, he's Australian. Oh, yeah, in the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't really tell in like the shitty like foot cap- capture images on the, the video games where they, they had like real actors. And yeah. Digitized them. Yeah. To, that's why they look and like the, that. So he's he's this Hong Kong drug lord slum king guy. And for some reason, the UN is really interested in busting that dude. They're like, fuck Rwanda, because this is from nineteen ninety-four. They're like, mm, let's get that one guy selling opium and she's tracking him down, and then she's with another character, I forgot his name, because you know he's Jax. gonna die. Well, there's a there's like oh, the Dutch. Jack doesn't die, yeah. So anybody you you know, for this game for this movie, book, game, all of the above. Any character that's introduced, you're like, I don't remember that character. They will die right away. <laughs> <And> they, <laughs> Well, that guy's there to die, isn't he? So it's like her and the the Dutch guy. His name is um, I don't know. I've had the, the Dutch master. <laughs> yeah. He's like, let's go catch Kano, and then immediately he gets killed off page, and she just finds him in a puddle of blood. That is his, and it's all part of some scheme that Kano and the sorcerer have to lure her onto a boat so she can go to fight island not well, that this matters at all but she's like well, yeah. but
0: they're they're st- but they're like staking out something and they're like oh we're gonna go get kano but and then they're like oh go, go do this thing and then they find the dead guy and they're like oh fuck he killed what's his name <laughs> I <remember laughs> and, but then they're like i know where he is he's at the techno
2: club or whatever yeah. it's like wait no, that it's called the techno club <laughs>
0: but but yes but but the other
1: problem is like wait you knew he was at the techno club? What do you mean you knew? Why didn't you just go there the first time? Well, because they had been listening on a to a scrambled encrypted message, and they decoded it, and it was Kano talking very clearly about where he was going to be, but it was all a setup. And then they realized, oh, no, that's why he let us decrypt it, because it was 56 kilobyte encryption. <laughs> the other guy's
2: still using fucking telegrams, so, you yeah. <laughs> This guy, it was encrypted in pig Latin.
1: <laughs> and then they go to the X techno May club. on
0: the May.
1: <laughs> Let us spell the rugs day. It will be very Udgay. gay. <laughs> so they go to the techno club, which, uh, like, it has... People of every ethnicity dancing. I think is that a specific detail in the book? Like okay, it's a very cosmopolitan Hong Kong techno club, and uh, they go in there and they do. They start right away and they will never stop for the rest of the book with the action movie buddy lines, where it's like, "This is a club's invite only," and then they like punch a guy in the head like that's my invitation. Like I invite you to my foot, and they kick I me. Mean, like, just the whole rest of the book. 80% of the dialogue is that kind of
2: crap. Including my and favorite all- one is when Sonia says, later on, Sonia says, son of a bitch. She's swore frustration. And then Johnny says, I bet that's what your little boy calls himself all the time. It's like,
1: yeah, I didn't even understand <laughs> what that It <laughs> doesn't <laughs> make <laughs> any sense.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of, I mean, she says a lot of dumb things that are supposed
1: to, like they're supposed to be clever or whatever. Like at one point when, I think it's when they're already on Stupid Island or they're on the boat like did you find anything useful and she says that we may be in deeper kimchi than i thought what what says that that's not a thing what's the appropriate level of kimchi to be in like <laughs> um and
2: also um the writer also does this in narration oh yeah <laughs>
3: like
2: when they it's get it's written on. like an action movie from the 90s oh yeah
1: it's like it just it's just bros it's just you could hear the flexing of muscles and
2: the Boiling up of biceps, or when, uh, when uh, Sonia comes up, when Sonia meets Johnny, she's like, "She was pretty, or she would be if she'd just smile." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ooh,
2: it's like Jesus. <laughs> uh, I like this. This is from narration. The
1: narrator, when they get the, the fog that's coming off of the boat, um, it had the a ghost smell boat. Too. Yes, the ghost boat <laughs> has very real low tide smell coming from it. It had a smell too. The smell of rot and corruption. <laughs> smells this like smells bad like f- news. <laughs> this smells like tax evasion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this smells like awarding the contract to my brother's company.
2: It's <laughs> very specific. Who ate bribes yesterday? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh come on dude like open a window
2: <laughs> wasn't me i just had broccoli uh so the <laughs> it's just should terrible have eaten from thing. that misdemeanor card on the street uh and so there's <laughs> also
0: a another character named art yeah who is he don't
2: don't get loose to him <laughs> <laughs> he makes it a while he, he doesn't he's was he in the movie at all he was. He was very
0: a tiny <laughs> amount he was in the movie. They were like, Oh shit, we need to have a black guy in this movie.
2: So they threw him in.
1: Was he black in the book? I don't know.
0: Yeah, he was.
2: Of... Oh,
1: was he? Okay. He's another fighter.
2: They talk about his ebony skin at some point or some shit like that, don't they? Oh, I, I skimmed all the fight scenes. That's when that detail probably would have come out. Oh,
1: I skimmed the whole thing, so anyway. Uh, I think we need to make a rule next year. Nate can't skim the punishment books.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, (laughs) these
1: were not that important
0: to read that carefully. In my defense, it was not necessary to read these that carefully.
1: I think the author skim wrote it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they, like, get on the boat with Sonya and Johnny and Liu Kang and Art and probably like <laughs> six other guys hauling oats. <laughs> and they just get out, They just uh, couldn't you call them a goon squad? Oh, well, they definitely mm. encounter a goon squad. for And sure. there are many goon squads in both books. So that's why it works for both. This is goon squad by Greenpoint. This is a foreign extra stout, which is 7.8% percent alcohol. will
2: It's a chode.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that good, huh? What is this?
3: <laughs>
2: um. What is that? What is it? Is it extra stout? It like is dragon the Dragon stout is the style. Very
0: sweet. Except this is not sweet. Oh, no. Really? Maybe there's a tiny bit of sweetness, but it's actually incredible. It's like ashy oh, that no. goes at the first, and then it goes to bitterness. It's the first. It's ashy, or like chalky and then bitter, not, like those bitter, like words. bittering hops, bitter,
1: which like burnt malt. Hmm. Huh.
0: It doesn't sound great. I assume there are some hops in here because you know all beer needs some hops, but I feel like they didn't need as that many. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a story on here which I'm not gonna read because it's dumb, and so <laughs> yeah, there you go. Goon squad. I think they had a goon squad come up with this recipe.
1: Ooh, <laughs> oh, the meta jokes. <laughs> meta burn, Ooh, putting, putting that one
2: down. I don't think, I don't think a drink uh, should ever be described as ashy. It's not great. <laughs> like that, like a beer needs to lotion more. It's all the beer at Pompeii.
1: Did you hear about that village near Pompeii that it was in Roman times was troubled with? A wild elephant that would come around and stampede every once in a while. Is it going to be story? a pun? I don't know. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the, they hired this expert hunter guy. He's like, "Oh, this is a simple one. Here's what you do: you dig a giant hole, and you you fill this hole with all the you take a bunch of trees and you you burn them into ash, and you fill that into the, the pit. And they're like, okay, He's like, that's what you got to do." Like, really? That's it? He's like, oh, yeah, that. And when the elephant comes by, you kick him in the ash hole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is Sean Connery telling this joke? <laughs> the ash hole.
1: Magnus <laughs> <laughs> right Posh. Uh, so uh, <laughs> they get on, like, the most comically evil boat. It's called, like, Dragon Cock Boat. <laughs> yeah. And it takes
2: them to, like, Death Island. But on the boat we- they meet... Raiden. Sub-Zero. And-, oh, they meet, and They meet all the bad guys. And yeah, Shang Tsung, the evil sorcerer, is there. And Sonya's going to kill Kano or capture him because she's a cop still. She's saying, like, I'm going to arrest him. And Shang Tsung's like, no. And then suddenly there's a bunch of ninjas.
1: I like that Jax, who doesn't get on the boat, and he's really not important ever again, he's like, are you going to get on that boat even if I'm your commanding officer? And she's like, you darn right... And he goes, and, well, try to use some discretion, okay? And if they want to make you pay a silver penny to get on board, don't go. What? <laughs> <laughs> that fuck is
3: that
2: <laughs> me?
1: <laughs>
0: is that like a, Isn't that from the River Styx in,
1: in Hades?
0: Yeah. Did you have to pay I, a silver penny? I assume it's silver a reference penny?
2: to that.
1: Yeah, but like when there is an earlier line, Jax quotes something about the sea doesn't give up its death, and it's clearly a line... He said, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. Like, it's definitely some mythological... Is it
2: Revelations?
1: <laughs> Could be. But
2: he's like the worldly scholar. <laughs> he's cop. just a big fan of rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. He <laughs> <laughs> keeps, wor- keeps working into conversation conversations. Everybody around I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jax? No one's read that shit. It is a book of Revelation. Very nice, Jimmy.
1: Um... But it, but it's never explained. Like said, Jax remembering
2: his classics degree. Like, it's never, he just, he He's just like, it's like stay in um, school, kids. It's like uh, in the not another teen movie when Mr. T comes out and dispenses wisdom. And it's like, who are you? He's like, I'm the wise janitor. Mm. I dispense wisdom. I also replace the sanitary cakes in the urinals. But that's not important <laughs> right
1: now. <laughs> Yeah, it, was, it just felt like they were trying to, the author was trying to give some depth to Jax, the dispensable character, but didn't really go all the way. Like, I mean, let them fill in the blanks here. <laughs> Jax is very well read. Jax is into classic literature and, and you know, Bible study.
2: <laughs> he has a he has his degree in comparative justice from, from, uh, from Vassar. M. Bison <laughs> quoted Ozymandias. He's oh, also man. well read.
3: Well, but know, that seems more kind of in of...
0: character It kind of does yeah. yeah Anyway, so they get on the boat And then there's like Oh, and let's meet the other people on the boat Oh, they're ninjas And they're named <laughs> what are the Scorpion and Sub-Zero And then there's a I fight why <laughs> And then there's a fight And they're a fight somehow You know, and then you, you see both of them And they're like Oh, they're the same thing But just a different color You know, wow mm. Just like in the video game And one's and cold then, And there's a fight but then you find out like what they're really doing there is that every 10,000 Gen- years, I don't remember, every generation the, every generation per 10,000 years there's a tournament. No, then uh mm-hmm. there's a tournament and the outworlder if the outworlders win 10
1: in a row it's like a carnival game. <laughs> <laughs> like dumb competition (laughs) yes (laughs) they have to
0: win 10 in a row and if they win 10 in a row they'll like take over the universe but they've only won nine the humans have lost all nine but this is our final chance so they obviously want sonya and johnny cage and Liu kang because there's a prophecy about him or something like that and in art lean, because you know, he definitely matters to, to fight in the tournament against Sub Zero and Scorpion and the weird four armed guy, Goro. Goro, there you go. And then finally beat the uh, uh, sorcerer dude. They call him the sorcerer a bunch of times, and then I forget what his name was Shang Tsung because his name was stupid. That's why I couldn't remember. <laughs> And then there's like a whole bunch of really stupid plot where they're like, oh, this person's going to fight this person. And then they do. And then, but when you <laughs> lose, you die, I guess, you know? And then this That's person's going to fight this person. This gonna, but it's also like, I guess the, the sorcerer dude whose name is...
3: Shang Tsung.
0: Shang Tsung. Song. Shang Tsung. <laughs> Thank it's you. Not that hard, man. <laughs> if I cared, I would get it right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, they uh, they, they, you know, they're like uh, they get the dude that Sonia hates to fight her because they think she's gonna like you know, you know, be too emotional <laughs> in the <in-game laughs> fight, I guess. Uh, and then Art Lean does lose and dies. He loses to Goro, Goro. And, then, and then
1: well, this is after like a day of them fighting random people. We skipped over the the opening ceremonies. <laughs> Where they have like choreographed dancing and they eat strange, otherworldly food, <laughs> and everyone's like, "This is disgusting." Except Sonia, like, <laughs> no matter what, it, she's like, "I ate worse at the military academy." And at one point, they're literally like, "That's worms fried in monkey oil," and she's like, "Tastes pretty good." And
2: was there was one. Vomiting. When was it? It was. It was a fish in caramel sauce. Oh. I was like, "That's." It's fucking disgusting. Also, not even otherworldly; just weird. I find that I'm gonna
1: find that it was dr- it ground, was freeze- dried blood bloodworms, worms, lightly yeah. breaded and sautéed in monkey oil. Is what it was. What is monkey oil? I guess if you, you know, squeeze the, the monkey hard enough, the the the, the, the drippings and debris from a monkey fillet. <laughs> <laughs> monkey or Jew? <laughs> Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's called um, in this book that's what passes for
2: character development. <laughs> She's an Sonya iron eats stomach. <laughs> all no, the all the set, fighters, all the fighters from the outworld are like mutants and monsters, and Sonya can just eat anything and enjoy it. That's her superpower, and and have her perfectly positioned military style ponytail <laughs> at
1: all times. She was. I'm trying to look. This actress looks familiar. Oh, she I'm,
2: was so bad. Oh, sure she, she was so bad, they're all pretty bad,
1: and there's a reason this movie was considered a pile of feces. Mm. It was: Among
0: many reasons why the movie was bad, the fights were like were like four seconds long.
1: That was like the big, that was the biggest criticism of the film. It was like a fucking fighting view game. And the fighting is barely in the movie. <laughs> it's not good.
0: So it's really, it's even less in Street Fighter. But at least in this, at least in Mortal Kombat, the plot is set up. So it's a one-on-one fight. It's a setup like a tournament. So there's a one-on-one fight. And then whoever wins, he has to go on to do the next one. Whoever wins, he has to go on to do the next one after that and stuff like that. But So at least that was there. But just, they clearly didn't have the budget or the choreography or whatever for the fights to have more than three moves. It was like one punch a kick and another punch and then, Oh, uh, someone's down and the move fights over and the cutting is like really fast between the different things. And they should, they would have made a much better movie if they just hired, you know, all the like Hong Kong action guys and just had like kick-ass martial arts. And if the, if there was no plot, if there was very little plot, but just awesome fights, it would have been a decent movie.
1: I like um, this quote from a critic. I said, by the time of the big world by the time the big world saving bout comes around, it's hard not to wish that Shang Sung would settle the fate of mankind by asking Liu Kang what the capital of Venezuela is, rather than engaging him yet another round of supernaturally assisted dirty fighting. <laughs> <laughs> is it the fighting in the movie was pretty bad? But in the book, it's worse because you have to read the fighting. <laughs> And I, I I skimmed it. it like we were just uh, they could see the start of the paragraph, and it'd always be like Johnny King lunged. I'm like I don't care, and then it's, he thrusted. Oh, nope, don't care. He fell on the ground and panted, and then oh, no, no, no. and then at the end, like I guess I beat them, and that would be, thank God I, could, I can continue.
2: It was even worse in Street Fire, though, because they kept going. Bam, thwok, wham. Oh, this book. Oh, this you book see, had- I did I thought that was
0: totally fine, because that book was so silly, it actually fit.
1: This book has my favorite opening line of a book ever, though, which is, swish, swish, swish. (laughs) The sound of a broom. (laughs) It's very very (laughs) ominous. Swish, swish, swish. It's how it starts. (laughs) It's really using the onomatopoeia kind of thing here. Um, So then they go to the island, and Goro is, is... the very refined prince of the shadow realm, or whatever the fuck it is. Which, by the way, this was the plot of the video game. And he's the reigning champion. And he's in cahoots with Shang Tsung to get something out of it. He, and, they, um, want,
2: they want to be able to invade Earth, because he, he wants to conquer things. Because he's a
1: warrior. And Shang Tsung, whenever he beats a guy, he eats their soul. Yum, yum, yum. And then has that inside of his belly <laughs> to fight with later. <laughs> He farts and, them uh, out as a joke, and Shang Tsung, uh, Goro, is having dinner at one point with Kano, and he's just Kano is the crude douchebag criminal guy, you know, and Australian Goro, the mutant <laughs> or, or Australian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goro, the uh, refined murderer, Hannibal Lecter with four arms type guy, is just there, and it's like, why must he be so crude? I only beat men to death. <laughs> and then everyone else eavesdrops on this whole conversation while they hide behind like a lamp like a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and nobody fucking knows until they've revealed all that they need to reveal. And then someone's like, wait, we have listeners. And then they go fight a bunch of goons. And then Ryden shows up who is played by a white guy but is a Chinese folk god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is played by Christopher Lambert, the Highlander.
1: The Highlander comes back, and um, and that's what Liu Kang's destiny was supposed to be. He was supposed to be like a monk at this comically stereotypical Chinese monastery where they just sit and do kung fu, apparently, and prepare for the Lightning God, who's a white guy, the record, <laughs> and. And in the beginning of the book, the opening scene is his brother had taken his place to sweep. <laughs> <laughs> and Shang Tsung killed him. But Raiden's like, no, I'm going to kind of half-ass uh, Dumbledore or half-ass Gandalf my way through this book by giving you advice but not really making it easy and just yelling at you when you don't do it right. Yeah. And where... An offensively named hat. The yeah. whole time. <laughs> 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 Why was it called
2: that? Is that called
1: what it's then. really called? Every, oh, uh, Wait, um, what was it called? A <laughs> coolie hat. <laughs> oh, that's right. Which uh, I'm sure is not exactly, <laughs> even in 1995 <laughs> or whenever, wasn't the preferred term. <laughs> I don't even I've never heard it called that anyway. You know, I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of slurs, but I think a coolie, you do pretty well though. <laughs> I do all right. I grew up in, you know, Queens. <laughs> heard a lot of these. And I know a coolie was mom. a term. My mom is a dictionary of these. She would never know coolie though. That's cuz that's eight, that's dated like and it's British. But a coolie was what the British called the workers the in, you know, the non-white workers in Asia, uh, South Asia and, uh, South, e- and Southeast Asia. Yeah. So coolie hat is <laughs> what <laughs> the white guy wears. So, you know, he's supposed to be Asian. <laughs> it's not really like yellow face. It's just from the hat.
3: <laughs> it's a and yellow his,
1: hat. And his silk pajamas he wears the whole time <laughs> when he's not dressed as a beggar. <laughs> That's So that's a thing So finally in order to
0: Get the actual last fight To happen Shang Dong or whatever his <laughs> name is <laughs> Kidnaps Sonia it Kidnaps Sonia and is like Taking her And, and he's like you're gonna be the final you, 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 I challenge you to be the final One and she's like uh no I'm not doing that even because she somehow knows this secret that she has to accept it. But who told her that? I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense. But then Liu Kang and Johnny are like, let's go. Let's go save her. And so they like go through the portal. Oh, and this whole thing about princess Kitana, whatever it was dumb and from <laughs> another dimension. Well, she's really a character stupid.
1: in this, in the second game, Mortal Kombat two, she's introduced. And, uh, She's uh, very hot in the game. I remember that. Um, and in the book, though, she's like playing a, a game here to, I guess the movie, to try to save her world from fuckers. And... Her
2: her dad was the emperor of Outworld, and then he was usurped by the other nameless emperor that Shang Tsung works for. And now she's like the... Princess, still though, princess emeritus. Yeah, <laughs> and so she wants to uh, kick the bad guys out and uh, be the regular princess.
1: <laughs> Lofty goal. Yeah,
2: are you saying she she's wants to be giving them Top advice. Gun? Top Gun. Oh fuck!
1: But she also wants to be Top Gun. Like she wants to be Top Gun too. Yeah. <laughs> This Top is Gun as well? Top Gun as well, yeah. <laughs> this is a beer <laughs> called Top Gun 2. The Reckoning, Now, Just called Top Gun 2, a Roman numeral 2 IPA from Lost Farmer. And this is a double IPA. That's 8% alcohol. They actually had a triple version. It was like 9.5. It was Golden Gun, which wasn't even like the same thing. But mm. I drank those ones. And uh, this is much better than the other one. It's like smoother, creamier flavor. Very good. There's also great foreshadowing, or actually, I don't remember how it ends, but um, there's a Kano, when he's being a total crude prick, Shang Sung's like, I promise you, I need you to do one more thing for me. And he's like, you probably was thinking racist thoughts, but you, you bastards are always trying to, to cheat me. And he's like, no, the one more the thing I need you to do is go beat up Sonya. And he's like, oh, I'll do that for free, because I hate women. And... And he's like, and, and maybe I could, you know, he doesn't say it directly, but he's basically like, and maybe I could rape her, too. And Shang Tsung's like, well, you'll definitely get between her legs. And in the video game, that was Sonya's big move. She'd, like, grab you with her legs around your head and then flip you over. It's a little, little uh, Mortal Kombat lore for the fans. People oh, yeah. play the
2: game too much as a kid. Well, in this one, she just chokes him until he's unconscious with her legs. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. So he he gets it, but that was like a callback to the game. That was you know they they all have like their signature move appears in the book, and I don't remember the movie. I'm sure it's in there too. Like, well, he doesn't punch John, any
2: Johnny doesn't punch anyone in the balls in the book.
1: That was his trick, but he also did like the, the like the shadow jump in kick the air, shadow he could kick apparently thing. Apparently,
2: like warp space time with a kick. <laughs> he does that in the yeah he does it in the book, and Art Lean, rest in peace. is like, hey, dude.
1: Where'd you learn such a cool move? And Johnny Cage is like, I've learned a thing or two. And that's <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when this is over, I'll show you. But since you weren't introduced in the video game, you won't be here at the end. <laughs> There's, I'm just, I'm trying to find, there was another dumb line. Oh, there were many. So it's hard oh, yeah. to know which
2: one you were referring to.
1: That's true. I'm, this is one where they fought the ninjas on the boat. I'm just looking through, and I like that. It says, Sonya threw a useless hunk of metal. Oh, this is when Sub-Zero frees her gun earlier mm. in the book. She threw uh, the useless hunk of metal, which remained to her, at the ninja's head and dropped back into a fighting crouch. Woo-wee, the young (laughs) Chinese man behind her said. Trick or
3: treat. (laughs) (laughs) Why?
1: (laughs) Hot diggity dog. And then uh, shortly after, when they're like starting to team up and Sonya doesn't want to make friends johnny cage is hitting on her and he goes you need me she's like no i don't need you and he says you'll realize that i never get lost i never have to ask for directions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i always find a parking spot usually there's time on the meter too <laughs> <laughs> what a catch
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nate you remember these lines this, this is what you get for skimming you miss all of this really important plot <laughs> <laughs> so there's like, um,
0: so anyway, the 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 dudes they go in after Sonia and and they're like, and Liu Kang is like, yes, this was my destiny. I challenge you, sorcerer dude. And they and he's like, ah, oh, fine, whatever. Well, Sonia's like tied up, so he has a big fight, and then. There's, like, stuff comes out, and they have to
2: think, but then he also, like, sees the ghost of his little brother, and well, his little brother is, like... The, the fight happens, but how it ends is they fight for, like, a, like, maybe a minute, and then Shang Tsung kicks, like, jumps a kick at him, and he misses and falls off a cliff.
3: <laughs> 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 and then
2: all the ghosts in his tummy come out... <laughs> Including the ghost of Liu Kang's brother. One last big fart. <laughs> well, you know, you shit yourself when you die, so. he <laughs> shit out all the ghosts. The guys coming out of his pores. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, then, uh, well, and then he falls onto a spike. Falls onto the bed of spikes. And then that's how he dies, like in the game. And then they're like, oh, it yeah, in the, movie. We it won. In the book? It happens in the movie. Yeah. I assumed maybe I just assumed he was it was in, spikes, in the book he
2: falls into an abyss. Abyss of spikes. No, no idea. That's the worst um, place to fall. Different than then, the game. In
1: the game you fight him in a dungeon.
0: And then they're like, Oh yay, we won, and then they like go back to regular earth or regular thing, and then they go to a temple and it's like, Hey, there's a temple. Isn't that nice? And then it's the end.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: They go they go back to the temple of the light or whatever the fuck it is where the monks were. And Katana's like, Hey Lou, you wanna come back to Outworld and bang and take over the Emperor? And he's like, Yeah. And here's Lu Kang and you, kid. (laughs) 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 And then Johnny says, I've got to go make a movie, and he leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's what he says.
1: He constantly says his whole thing is that he doesn't want he's not taken seriously as a fighter because he makes shitty movies. Uh, But he also constantly mentions shitty movies as his witty banter. Like this one time when he's fighting a guy and he says, you're worse than an assistant director on a deadline. What does it take to make you fall down? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking retard, oh my god. I do like that uh, Katana, they say she's like a thousand years old, but like in Outworld years, but she's also really hot. So this book might have like, ident- created the MILF genre before such a term existed. Perhaps. No. Because they do say, um, never underestimate the attraction of an older woman. <laughs> she's so hot. Yeah, I'm trying to think, is there anything else to say about this shitty book?
0: We're going to com- talk about Street Fighter, and then we'll compare the
1: two. <laughs> oh, good idea.
2: Let me let me pull up my extensive notes on Street Fighter. <laughs> I actually had a decent amount of notes just because I, I kept having to like keep track of what was going on because so much happens.
1: Yeah. Whereas this book was really just like thirty percent was setting it up, and then it was just a lot of fights, and that was the rest of the book.
2: <laughs> Street Fighter had the plot of nine movies. It was it was, it was the war and peace of novelizations <laughs> of nineties <90s> action films. <laughs>
1: That are based on video games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so... I I, I don't remember how it starts now. Let's go back to the beginning of the book. It doesn't have nearly as memorable an opening line. I know that. But it takes place in (laughs) Shadaloo. The mystical other land in Asia. Where all Asian stereotypes coalesce. (laughs) (laughs) To one place. And the UN has sent... Exactly six people <laughs> to <laughs> stop. But one of a, them is Jean-Claude Van Damme. And he is the best. And they're there to stop this nuclear arms dictator with the power of
2: punching and yeah, well, bloody comments. He's, he's trying to take over the country because he has a lot of money from his drugs selling and gambling <laughs> Drugs, and he, basically he's just a like king of Las Vegas trying to take over this country. They don't say he like murders anybody. or Well, like, he's got a bunch of hostages and he's yeah. going to murder them. Unless they give him $20 billion. It's kind
1: of like Austin Powers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like $1 million. And they're like, what? <laughs> 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 it's not like... <laughs> yeah, a $20 billion. And even in 1994, '95 was for a country... <laughs> not a crazy sum of money.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess he ran out of, he didn't have enough money to continue a civil war. But that's
0: a lot even. for hostages. That is a ton of money to pay for hostages. Especially because, you see, the problem with, you know, paying money to get the hostages back is you're still not going to get the hostages back. So the money is really
1: not that useful. Well, he he's an honorable man. He would have given those hostages
2: back and
1: then taken new ones.
2: Is, there's nothing M not honorable. M. Bison. Is that I was... Uh, Monsieur Bison. I was, I was General M. Bison.
1: M. The writer of Mbop. So do you know why his name is M. Bison? In the Japanese version of the game, he was called Vega. When Vega is this bullfighter guy who was named Balrog. And Balrog was the black boxer guy who was originally named... M. Bison for Mike Bison. <laughs> this, this sounds like something you would make. I would make up. This is true. The character was cop, a copy of Mike Tyson. And they're like, what won't make it too obvious? <laughs> like, oh, Mike Bison, of course. And so when they released it in the States, like, we don't want to get sued. So they just shuffled the names of some of the characters <laughs> and he became M. Bison. Uh, and that's, that's when that comes from. So they couldn't keep calling him Mike Bison when he didn't look like Mike Dyson anymore. So then they just, right, just go M Bison. Cause just why not? That made sense to somebody. It's classy. It's mysterious. It, it is. I like, was, is it a title? Is he like, you know, like you know, those like authors, which use their one initials.
2: <laughs> General Mr. Bison.
1: <laughs> so, um, He's he's this the dictator guy who has like iconography that would make the Nazis blush. Like, <laughs> everything is just skulls, like a pile of dead babies, That's and idea. like are we the medals. baddies kind of guy? Exactly. <laughs> and he take and he has uh, cartoonishly evil plans. Besides, you know, taking over the world, he's going to do it by creating the greatest weapon known to man. A brainwashed Brazilian guy. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> Who is exactly, very strong. So he has kidnapped I think it's the one nice thing about the movie, but even though I have not watched it in 25 years, is that I realized how to actually say the characters' names.
3: Because
1: <laughs> as a kid, it was like, who's Guiley? He's <laughs> <laughs> a very Italian man. And <laughs> know idea to just say any of their names. So it was like, um, I, mean, I guess it's Dalsim. Is how I said it as a kid. I don't know if you, like, lean into that in some way. But uh, the Yoga Flame guy was uh, in the bo- in the movie slash book here. He's a, you know, geneticist or something who has been kidnapped by M. Bison as being forced to develop the technology to turn a regular person into a crazy super soldier thing. And uh, that one of the hostages is Carlos... Brazilian guy, aka Charlie, oh Carlos Blanca Carlos is Blanca, his name. Yeah. buddy of Jean-Claude Van Damme's, and and Bison's like, quick! You have twenty-four hours to take this guy and turn him into my mutant killing machine. So they fill him up with juice, <laughs> <turns him> into- <laughs> with DNA juice. <laughs> if, yeah, I, got, I, I don't know. I hope I highlighted it, but there's a part where it's like the warning label on on the thing. Which were prominently displayed in the movie.
0: It was like cartoonishly like DNA
1: mutagen or something like that. Here it is. It says, on the bag is danger. DNA mutagens use extreme caution and anabolic plasma warning toxic at high doses. <laughs> As if this is like made in like a central lab and they're like, well, just, you know, we're doctors still will by the FDA. Yeah. <Chatteloup>. <laughs> but he's Brazilian, and you know what they drink in Brazil? everything fucking what the hell they say this word again? Caipirinha. Caipirinhas. <laughs> this is a beer called this is not a caipirinha. and the stuff they were pouring into him wasn't either. maybe <laughs> this is a this is a bizarre sounding thing, and i don't know what all these words are a balsamo balsamo wood aged imperial sour with yuzu. Buddha's hand. What? Su- yeah, Buddha's hand. Like the Buddha made this beer, and just dipped his hand in it. <laughs> so Buddha's hand is like a fruit or something, oh. and it's a citrus thing. If you look it up, it's it's horrifying looking. <laughs> it looks like a weird hand. Well, now I've got. To Did choose. you Google it? Look at what a Buddha's hand looks like. It's like half lemon, half calamari.
2: <laughs> I just put Buddhas in the thing, and hand is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Oh God Right? It's like a Cthulhu spaghetti <laughs> Citrus Cthulhu Which is a great band name Is, the,
1: is what it looks like It's like weird looking uh, Tentacle thing I don't like that uh, at all it's, I, It I does know.
0: look like a squid's tentacles It really does it's Really unsettling
1: That's a Buddha's hand Which is a citron variety
2: I like this, this article called What is Buddha's hand fruit And how do you eat it? <laughs> If you don't. <laughs> so I don't Buddha's really know. Buddha's hand fruit tea is the only viable way to drink it. It's like, oh my god!
1: I know Evil Twin has made some beers with Buddha's hand recently, and I didn't buy them because I don't know what that is. And it's also made with this is also made with sudachi, which sounds Japanese and is probably also a citrus thing. Because I think that's the main ingredient in a capparigna. Oh, sweet Jesus' taint! That is a smell.
2: It says that they use the Buddha's hand for like perfume in Asia.
1: Well, it smells like Buddha's ass. This is <laughs> <horrible>. <laughs> like you might be enlightened, dude, but you've been sitting under that fig tree a long time. It's
2: fucking ripe. Use the hand to wipe.
1: Oh my god! It's not getting better to smell it. I don't want to put it in me.
3: <laughs> Which
1: usually I'm hearing that sentence. I'm not saying it. <laughs> After all that, it really doesn't taste bad at all. It tastes like a light, tart citrus thing, but it smells really intense of of citra, and uh, it just makes me wish for annihilation
3: <laughs>
1: from the, the, the cycle of birth and re- rebirth. So thanks, uh, new brewery of Japanese-Brazilian women who made this. I think it's... I'm not sure how to say this. It looks like it says serve survey, servejaria," But I'm sure that's not right But here we are
2: servejaria.
1: Yeah, you're just gonna like Slur a lot of sounds And yeah. it sounds Like slur Spanish words And it sounds it's Brazilian like a, It's like, like, like churrascaria, churrascof.
2: But beer I'm gonna trust you I'm guessing and I'm also
1: gonna My god Buddha's hand <laughs> Fucking wash it, dude <laughs> <laughs> 20 seconds at least <laughs> Uh, so, that's what they turned Blanca into, and as a kid playing the game, Blanca was my favorite character, because he could, uh, I figured out how to do the move where you could electrocute people, and he's, like, this big, like, brute, uh, but in the book, he really doesn't matter, No, just, he really doesn't, he spends the whole time in the isolation chamber watching movies, (laughs) (laughs) just getting pumped up with juice, (laughs) While Dawson sits out there and wrings his hands, like, this is really not right, but I'm a fucking coward, so I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Cut over to Guile, who comes in with the UN on their cool UN tank. And he's there with um, Cammy, who is a character in the later games. And... Um, oh, but well, actually, first you meet Ken and Ryu. Oh, yeah. Who I thought was Ryu as a child, so... That was another name I learned to actually say from watching the movie. Yeah, uh, and so they like drug. They're like gun runners, like
0: selling guns to to the <laughs> local him. warlord, who is not a Bison, who is the other guy, Sagat. Sagat. Bob Sagat. Bob, Bob Sagat. <laughs> <laughs> Sending it to Sagat, but then they're like, and they wa- they sort of like walk in. They're like in the and they're like, okay, we've brought you the guns. Where's the money? Like, here's the money, but where are the guns? <laughs> and they're like, oh, as soon as we leave, you'll get the guns. And they go, wait a minute. We actually found the guns last night and already, already unloaded them. And they're right here. And then they point the guns at them. And it's and they fire them. And they're Nerf guns. These two dudes, Ken and Ryu. Ryu? Ryu? Whatever. They, um, they sold them. I think it's Ryu. They're actually good guys because they tried to scam the... Uh, well, well
3: they're, they're not really they're, good they're guys con men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, They're, they're
0: Okay. <laughs> what I mean is, they're not so bad that, that, that they're giving gangsters weapons. They're actually trying to cheat them, you know? But, like, if, if you're trying to cheat the bad guys, does that make you a good guy?
1: A anyway... Scale. I'm, I'm just gonna guys just gonna in, in open for the opportunity to be good. I'm just That's gonna open this really other
0: is. beer right now, even though it, I don't know how it applies. Anyway, so this <laughs> is. Would you say that everyone had very weird costumes? Oh yes. Oh yeah. And so they probably had pretty weird pants, right? Anyway, <laughs> this this is actually a cider from Citizen Cider, and it is called Pineapple Pants, and <laughs> has designs of like weird. Oh yeah pants on it. Anyway, this that sounds is very a, uncomfortable. <laughs> it has the pants have this enzyme that just dissolves your
3: skin. No God. Oh,
0: uh,
1: very uncomfortable by my pineapple.
0: <laughs> anyway, this is a cider that actually has some pineapple in it. But it's like an it's called no, it says an ale style cider with pineapple and orange. What does that mean? I
1: where is where is Citizen Cider?
0: Uh, no idea where Citizen Cider is cuz I mean, I'm sure it says it on here
1: somewhere. I just can't see it right now. I bet that's a legal thing. Whatever anyway. Whatever state they're in. Or whatever state they're distributing It
0: to. is It uh, is very nice. It is. It actually really does taste like pineapple.
1: And like, you know, how can you go wrong? I say, Sagat says one of many amazing lines right after they say, these are all toy guns. Because they're like, okay, uh, one of them can... He says, all right, you got us. Keep the money and the toys. Maybe you guys have kids. By the way, we also have a connection for video games. Oh, yeah. And he says, I, I like my games. Do you know this line, Jimmy? Did you highlight it I too? I highlighted it as well, yeah. I like my games live. Sagat spit ominously. And in living color. Make that dying <laughs> color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <How> terrible. <laughs> oh, and none of the weapons that the guys pulled looked like toys. Bum, bum, bum. And then they fight their way right out of that. <laughs> because...
0: No, they get... Oh, no, they get captured. They get, They get like, they get they
2: taken. Get, yeah. And oh, they get yeah.
0: taken, and then they're told, you, now I'm going to make you fight in this cage match. And the person he has to <laughs> fight in said, the cage
1: match is Vega. Because he says to them, they, they fight the goons, the goon squad that they encounter... And they do pretty well. And Sagat does like the, you know, Asian crime lord boss move of nodding. A, mm, you are fighters. I have a bit different use for you. But he says, interesting. You two can fight. You're not all talk after all. And Ryu says, I could have told you that. Which is talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I could have told you that you said without a hint of irony. <laughs> 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 this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, so, I did like this book actually a lot better. It is a I much did. better book. It is much better. Uh, still a piece of trash, but <laughs> oh, it <is> definitely.
0: more. <laughs> what I liked about it uh, but besides uh, was the fact that it did not take itself seriously. At all. No. It's like the the guy writing it was like, this is the dumbest shit in the universe. I'm just going to have fun. And so... I just got to get paid.
2: This, this guy just wrote this book by watching the movie and writing down the things he saw in the movie. There's you no saw- additional information, no expansion or anything. It's just the things on the screen I can see with my eyeballs are what's going on this page. One of the, I, so I, I'm sure this is the case of the
1: movie, but reading the book... You introduced you're introduced to Ken Ryu and you're like, Oh, they're like the comedic relief characters. But every character is a comedic <laughs> relief character. <laughs> every character says the same corny buddy action movie lines. In every scene. Like, uh, Bad guys, good guys, serious scenes, scary. it doesn't matter. They always have to have a funny, corny line to say.
2: Or like uh we we skipped uh the the news team, including Honda, who's always eating a sandwich. Well, oh, because he's a giant sumo wrestler <laughs> guy, I think he, he needs to constantly be eating a hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> so like, where do you get you... that in Shadowloo? Yeah. <laughs> Hoagies,
0: yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you actually then you meet the news team, which is Chun-Li. curvaceous reporter Chun Lee, Chun Lee, and then the other dudes who I've already forgetting their names. It's Balrog and and,
2: and but the Honda. But Edmund
0: Honda <laughs> and she, Edmund and, Toyota Honda <laughs> And she's reporting on You know the thing with M. Bison How he's trying to do the thing But also like Colonel Guile Can I get an interview with you And trying to you know Just kind of be an intrepid reporter uh,
1: But then So she's She's trying to get You know information from Guile And he's like shut up bitch I don't talk to you and then she just keeps like lurking around and, and that's how she's always right there when shit's going to happen. And you find out much later it's because, and Bison killed her dad.
2: But also we were introduced, introduced to her, she's doing her reporting and Bison is watching her on TV cause, uh, he's like into it. And he, when he gets, when he gets, uh, <laughs> when he sees violence, he gets horny. <laughs> it's like a thing that is like, oh, he's aroused by the violence. And it's like that's also the, odd. It's the an odd egomania detail.
1: seeing himself being yeah. talked about kind of thing.
2: And every time they introduce a character, they're described by their race and the color of the shirt they are wearing. <laughs> it's like he was wearing a blue shirt and a white jacket. Like oh, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> so
0: I know. <laughs> Colonel Guile sees Ken and Ryu in prison. And is like, you know what? You guys don't seem like quite as big assholes as the other guys. So why don't you work for me?
1: And they're like, because uh, he, he okay. breaks he when they're fighting Vega, in the cage match, which I like how they introduce Vega and he's like, he's a matador. Those are matador pants. Those guys kill bulls.
3: And they're like, oh no, he's tough.
1: Even though matadors really kill basically dead bulls. Yeah, like. The other guys, like the or whatever, they <laughs> fucking slaughter that creature, and then the matador guy just waves a flag at it. But the thing he says is, they might have been scam artists. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say they bust in there and interrupt the cage fight, and Ngail arrests everybody. Like he comes in yeah. in the tank, and he says, "Like you're all under arrest," and then they just stay there and get
2: arrested. <laughs> Which is fucking ridiculous. It's like in uh, The Naked Gun, when O.J. Simpson kicks into the door and, like, 11 guys with guns, he points gun and is like, you're under arrest, and one guy just throws down his gun and puts his hands up, and he realizes, <laughs> like, oh, I don't have to do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Guile, looking at the goons, he's like, Sagat, that guy's not good. But Ken Ryu... Uh, he says to T Hawk, the other character from
2: the later games, the Native American with a cr- with a TBI the whole book.
1: <laughs>
2: TBI? Is it like traumatic brain injury? Like he's got a oh, <laughs> he's got like a bandage on his head. He's like saying things slow, and he's like letting making mistakes. Like yeah, that's kind of a strange character.
1: Maybe he's just talking, you know, because this book's a little old. He was just like a you know kimosabi type Native American guy. He's like yellow haired lady passed through here. He sounds like yes, thank you. That's good information. <laughs> After many moons, we find him. <laughs> it's like dude, you're, the, from, you're from Cleveland. Why, why The are you herd doing this? has moved <laughs> <laughs> But a uh, guy I was like, those two men were scam artists and nervy ones at that. They might have been scam artists, but chances were they came from backgrounds where good was valued over evil.
2: That's what a big an leap incredible to make. assumption. <laughs> <laughs> And then later, Those guys are degenerates, but I bet they have a little good in them. But they work they work for him because he won't give them back their passports, even though they yeah. snuck into the country.
1: Like, oh no, how will I
2: ever get around that? <laughs> like, we can't ditch him now. He's still got our passports. <laughs> so, they say they
0: basically are, like, gonna kind of be on Guile's side, and then there's a big fight in the prison yard where Vega has, like, an improvised claw thing. Anyway, there's a big fight in the prison yard and they manage to like get a truck
3: they and steal the and, news
0: truck. Yeah, they... No, no, no. No, not... They don't steal the news truck.
2: We steal a different truck? The news they truck steal, follows steal, them. They, they,
0: oh, yeah, the yeah. news truck... Okay, so they're like, get in the prison yard. It's a big fight. They manage to like get in the truck and then then get away and like and get the shoot keys. shoot Guile. <laughs> and in all the mayhem, Guile gets shot and then he's dead. And even though you Know it's not true because Jean Claude Van Damme has only had like four lines so far, so it's like and he nailed and It's still all of them. really it very at the beginning, very near the beginning, so you know that didn't happen. And and Chun Lee gets it on video, and so and Bison thinks that Colonel Guile is dead, and then and he uh, receives
2: the news while he's overseeing the plans for his theme park, Bison yeah, with the Hall we're of Villains, Tragic Mountain and the into- Deathcot Center. <laughs> Deathcot Center was awesome. It was good. And he's like the food court needs to be bigger cuz we're going to have a lot yeah. of franchises. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, malls were big in 1995. <laughs> I hope he had plans for all punny <laughs> for you know, every single McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Murder King. <laughs> And I also like that Chun-Li puts a microphone on the truck. A wireless microphone. A wireless microphone with infinite battery. <laughs> and range. And, you know, range <laughs> in 1995. And you can track its location. The GPS magic microphone <laughs> that was in her pocket. And, and it's also adhesive. She <laughs> you it can do anything. And she sticks it to the truck. And she's like, oh, this is the scoop. And then you find out right away. Well, no, she then tries to... She sends the the two goons, um, Balrog and Ehonda, to go find them, to follow it, to figure out where it is. And she sneaks into the the base because she's going to do just some light espionage to figure out what's happening. And she goes into the morgue and... Guile is there on the slab. She, she's tracking the device,
0: and it brings her to the morgue, like literally to the morgue. And she's like, "Huh, it's really weird that I'm so right next to uh, Colonel
1: Guile's body." And then he goes, ah, "Boo, gotcha!" <laughs> and then, and then she's like, oh, "Oh my god, it's a zombie!" And he's like, "I couldn't resist, even though she just even if he is a real person, you know, military person, she's committed a lot of crimes right there." And he's just like, "Oh." You should have seen your face. (laughs) And why
0: would he be pretend... Why would he spend hours (laughs) pretending to be dead for Chun-Li to just sneak up and, like, find him? Either he knew she was going to sneak up and find him, in which case just, like, call her on the phone, or he wouldn't have done any of it.
1: Maybe she interrupted his nap, and he was trying to save face. He's like, I really need to sleep on this. Uh, This is... This is a stressful operation. Power nap. The fucking time zone thing. <laughs> I'm all jet lagged. And uh and she woke him up and that, that's how he he faked it. But then I think this is when she reveals why she has to kill him Bison. Is it this time?
2: That's because her dad She just says that she says uh she she's going out to, to kill, kill him. him. Doesn't say why. And also the, she's the, a ninja. She does a bunch of backflips and escapes from the military yeah. morgue. How,
1: how is that <laughs> How is that faster <laughs> than just running? <laughs> Harder and then, uh, to tackle. And then she manages to escape. Oh wait, hold on before also I like that when she goes into the morgue, right? This is it probably like improvised morgue, because they're not in like a official site fort or something, right? She goes down into the morgue and all she could see, quote, Metal cabinets along the walls, each drawer precisely the size necessary for the storage of a body. Rows of industrial shells held large jars containing various body parts. This is like, what fucking morgue is this? Like, like Frankenstein's fucking laboratory? It's like jars of organs and hands and stuff. Oh, we keep those for, for morgue stuff. Oh, my God, so dumb. All right, and then, I don't know what happens, Dave. <laughs>
2: then they, 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 they track then the they stolen to van, the van to, to the thieves market, which has, they're in the thieves market, and there's, like, some sort of event happening, and... It's the most heavy-handed named place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the bad guy <laughs> town. And, yeah, they're watching the circus performers, and then Ryu and Ken are captured by Chun-Li and... Balrog and Hada, who apparently were the circus performers this whole time, and there was no real reason that that <clears throat> had to happen. I don't really understand that.
1: Well, she sent them in there. She's like, go, go get in there. And they're like, we're really conspicuous. as a seven-foot-tall, 600-pound Japanese man. And, With and a almost, you know, Just covered in shredded <laughs> lettuce. Just like a beard of it. And a large black man in chatelou Asian <laughs> land, We'll stand out a little bit. And she's like, just, you know, do the thing. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they just also know how to juggle. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, saw a woman in half or whatever <laughs> bullshit they're doing. And there's a line when Ken or whatever says, those guys look familiar. Maybe we saw them somewhere. And then um a paragraph and a half later, <laughs> like, oh, right. It's the other. Every character has to be in every scene. So it's those guys. So Ken and Ryu somehow get captured by Honda and
0: Balrog and Chun-Li. And then, but they're pretending to be circus performers. But then they actually, what they've done is they've loaded their van full of explosive, their like news van full of dynamite. (laughs) And so that they're just going to, and then they're like, give yourself up M. Bison. Because he's there at the thieves market and trying to pay for all of his, um, trying to pay for all of his, all of his guns that he's buying with, his own money with with M Bison dollars or whatever,
1: <laughs> and, and then like, You're he says, "I really love the exchange rate on this. <laughs>
0: They're going to be worth five. Each one is going to be worth five pounds once I kidnap the queen."
1: <laughs> like I don't think that's how economics works, but um, maybe they will debase their currency for me, <laughs> and. So, and Bob
0: Saget is like What? This isn't worth the paper It's printed on anyway and But then they get interrupted <laughs> by the You know By Chun-Li making a news Broadcast saying you're gonna Die M. Bison And then Everyone knows it's the Like news van and they Cause she's showing the video of the news Van like driving Away into the thieves market so everyone Runs away it blows up it creates a nuclear explosion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is around the time when they. But then
2: everybody actually get, but it doesn't really work because everybody gets captured, or and
1: surprisingly,
2: surprisingly, they all get captured somehow by M Bison. So, somehow, no one dies in an explosion that blows up cases of bullets that would theoretically all go off and shoot out in random directions, wouldn't they? Right before
1: this scene, by the way, is when Ken and Ryu are kind of, like, they have been, uh, they're working for Guile, but they're, you know, they're double agents. And they're trying to keep Sagat and Bison to think that they're on their side. And they get into this pinch
2: where they're like... They're trying to keep him alive so that he can lead them back to the hostages also. They want to find his secret lair. But there's a thing
1: on... They have to, like, come up with ideas. I forget why. Oh, Sagat and Bison are fighting over the fake money. And they're they're argue, Ken and Ryu are arguing with each other over like who needs to fix this situation and they're just constantly bickering. And then he's like, Oh back me up. He goes, back yourself up. And then he says, Don't quit on me now. I've got an idea. And I really like this response. Whoppy doo. Ken <laughs> was really peeved. <laughs> How else would you pronounce this? W H O P P E E. That's Whoppy. Not whoopty doo. Whoopty doo. 1-0. Woppy. doo. woppy doo. That's a line in the book. And, you know, to show the, the hip American guy Ken.
2: And then. Uh, Earlier, Chun Li tells him, don't try to be cute. And he, Ryu says, that's like telling Stimpy not to cough up hairballs, which I guess is a Ren and Stimpy reference.
1: Topical, you know film and then they figure out a thing they like smack M. Bison in the face and <laughs> they're like sir you cannot be fighting your ally the United Nations is here they're the enemy and he's like oh shit you're right <laughs> that makes sense good idea let's go back to my plans of world domination
2: also after they blow up and they everyone's get tossed you know aside without being liquidated by the massive explosion it says oof Ryu landed in some bushes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they're like>
1: airborne <laughs> from the explosion. I landed on this soft was... <laughs> bush. <laughs> Is this also around the time when? Oh, but I think Chun Li captures Ken and Ryu, right? Like in the yeah, they, they scene yeah, scene. but that, but that's
0: before she sets off the van of explosives, and yeah. then they all get captured because
1: of the explosives don't work. Uh, but whatever, she ties them up, and they can't resist
2: more comedic banter. That's when she says, you know, that's when he makes the Stimpy reference.
1: But before that, he goes, Chun Li's like, you may not believe me, but we're your friends. My friends don't tie me up, Ken shot back, then remembered something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was this girl in Miami once. (laughs) And then, it was Atlanta, bird brain, Ryu corrected him. No, man, I'm sure it was Miami, Ken said. Like, (laughs) (laughs) this is so... They're just are incapable of staying on top, <laughs> kind of like us, uh, for very long. But like in serious situations. Then he's like, ah, that was a different... You missed the meaning of that story, Ken. <laughs> just arguing about the time he did light bondage. Um, because why not? When he was the sub. Not to be confused with the things E. Honda is <laughs> shuffling <laughs> I like subs maw. too. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, they all get we
0: captured else? and somehow all end up back at M. Bison's lair. And then it's more In the Delta about region. Colonel Guile wow. somehow figures out where they are.
2: Well, right he really has to use something. his
0: stealth boat to, like, <laughs> a tad, a, to approach the thing. Like, seriously, this, there's like a speed boat that's shaped like the stealth bomber. No, the stealth fighter. Like it's 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 black, but it's it's literally like take the stealth fighter and make a <laughs> boat out of it, and that's <laughs> that's the boat. That's uh, Stephen,
2: not a a Fuck uh, it, Jean Claude.
0: jean Claude Van Damme's boat.
2: Well, he, and he then, sneaks in because the, the UN's th- going to pay for the hostage, and he's like, "I'm not going to let you have a Rwanda again. We all quit. I'm going to go attack them. Everybody want to come with me?" And the soldiers like, "Yeah," and the boss is like. You can't do that. He's like, oh, I don't work for you anymore. I was like, oh, man, he's good.
1: Right, he says, it's, it's the undersecretary as the guy.
2: Never even has a name. He just call him the UN undersecretary.
1: <laughs> yeah, he says, well, I'm not going back home. I'm getting in my boat, and I'm going upriver, and I'm going to kick that crazy warlord's butt so hard that the next bison wannabe is going to feel it. Now, who's coming with me? And the troops cheer, and uh, he smiles politely at the undersecretary. Colonel Guile, the man, gasped. This cannot be permitted. It's insubordination. You must stop them. I'd love to, sir. Giles said with a shrug. But I'm not in command anymore. <laughs> oh, that's how it works. <laughs> and yeah. then that guy follows them in a helicopter. And he's like, with a megaphone. like, <laughs> Colonel Guile, you must stop. This is not. Like, you're blowing up my spot, guy. <laughs> I'm in a stealth boat. <laughs> 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 fucking, fucking this up. <laughs> So they like shoot flares at him. He's like, "This I will not stand for this." And I thought it was going to turn out that he was, you know, corrupt and like in cahoots with M Bison. He's just, but no, he's just a shithead bureaucrat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that whole plot line did not need to exist at all (laughs) because jean Claude Van Damme still does the same thing that he was going to do anyway (laughs) with the same military. (laughs) This is just adding like two minutes of. Conflict of you're not supposed to go Do the thing we all know you're gonna Do and then he does it Anyway and but he Shoots the flare to like get the Helicopter to go away but because he Shot the flare And bison like C detects Him and then says D- Set off the mines and so then There are all these explosions around the
2: boat And then but also We skipped when Ken and Ryu get to the base Because he still thinks that they're working for him he gives them a video orientation, like when you get a new job somewhere. <laughs> you get a like, job in a retail sit here and watch a, this he, video. He's onboarding them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Here's
0: the onboarding video.
2: Because his whole place is covered in like CRT monitors. And he spent thousands <laughs> on massive TVs. Meanwhile.
1: Oh no! This is this is still Blanca is being brainwashed by watching just footage of like the Dukes of Hazard and explosions, <laughs> to, to, to turn him into a murderous, you know, violent machine.
2: And the Dalsam guy's like,
1: "Oh, this is this
2: is so wrong." I've got to stop and the then, download at forty nine percent.
1: Yeah, and at that point, Guile comes in. He's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "I can fix it. I'll make him watch good stuff." And it's lactation porn is one of the things he makes him watch. Oh god. What? Tell me it's not. Listen to what he says. <laughs> it shows uh before him on the monitor past pictures of great acts of decency, kindness and giving. <laughs> Scenes of people helping each other, nursing each other. <laughs> that's that's breastfeeding. There it's <laughs> lactation porn. That's the only way to calm the murderous beast is uh Creepy lactation Japanese porn. Jesus. I guess. It's like, must not kill. (laughs) Must milk this.
2: And that happens. (laughs) And meanwhile, uh, Balrog and Honda are chained to walls, and they, they figure a way to pull themselves free with their strength, in which they say, grab my hand, Balrog said. Just do it. Hey, this isn't a Nike commercial. You should have told me you had your Wheaties for breakfast. Like, is with all this product placement? What's going on?
1: This is also, um, you know, because Hondo had been getting whipped or beaten or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, how are you so tough, guy, that I've known for a very long time, presumably? And we must have talked about our personal lives in oh, some well, sense. Well,
2: they said earlier that they're both, like, Chun-Li's dad was killed, but Bison ruined their sports careers with his gambling. <laughs>
1: Oh, because you forced them to like take a take a dive. Yeah, <laughs> and George, I could have been the yokozuna, but now <laughs> I sit in a now eat hoagies. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, "How he says, how do you how do you keep from crying out when that guy is just whipping the crap out of you?" He says, "I am sumo." I'm sumo, it's an adjective now, I guess. <laughs> my body can be in one place, my mind in another. And in this life or death situation, Valarok decides to say, well, next time your mind leaves, tell it to bring back a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just what you say. And then Ihan is like, mmm, pizza. And he breaks <laughs> out of the chains. <laughs> he was hungry. <laughs>
2: Uh, We've also completely ignored Zangief. The oh god, the, yeah. <laughs> the maybe not all there uh, henchman. He's been fed on just a diet of steroids and lead paint <laughs> his <laughs> entire life.
1: <laughs> he it, when Ken and, Ken and Ryu meet him,
2: yeah. I forget why they tell him this. It's because they're like they're saying, "Hey, we we work." For bison. And he's like, You I don't see you before. Yeah, you know, me and you, we, we oh, all hung out time? at that time in the bar and we had some girls and you had some girls and you took our girls. Like, I had four girls? He's like, Yeah, you did. He's like She's like, That's oh. this
1: many, he said, holding up five fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and so after that, he's so impressed with their memory of him <laughs> that he,
2: that he doesn't possess. He is the sloth of this film. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey you guys <laughs> How are those girls? And
1: he is a, like, sleeve to M. Bison. He is 100% bought into M. Bison's propaganda. Because
2: he's the dumbest man in the world. Oh, yeah. But... And later on when Ken and Ryu, like, Like, really reveal that they are not working for him, He's like, Why would you do this? Is it because I took those girls from you? Yeah. <laughs> you, you carry a grudge.
3: <laughs>
0: So there's also the conversation with Chun-Li and M Bison where Chun-Li is like you came to my village when I was 5 you came to my village and murdered everyone including my father and and Bison is like for you that was the most important day of your life for me it was a tuesday he's like fuck you and then but that he makes her wear the like costume well they the, they, like,
2: uh, they put her in a "Quote sheer red dress with a high slit, like the ones geisha girls wore, which I don't think that's what they wore.
1: I forget what that that Chinese traditional dress is called. That was a big deal when the white girl wore it to her prom a few years ago. Yeah, uh, but I think it's that's what that's what I was picturing. The that's whole time.
2: what they were. Yeah, that's probably what they were going for. It's like Chong Sam or something like that. I have no idea what it's called, but it's not the one that geisha girls wore. Not even no, because the they're Japanese." <laughs> <laughs> Which Chun-Li does
1: wear that in the game sometimes.
2: Yeah, sometimes. Also, and, uh, they they put her hair in the Princess Leia buns for some reason.
1: Well, because she also had that in the game. Yeah. It's just to get her to look like the game character.
2: Ha- that, that happens he- a lot in the movie. Like, at the very end, I remember suddenly Dalsim looks like he does in the game for no reason at all. The rest of the movie, he's a doctor, a scientist man. And then suddenly... He's got like his like loincloth and like human skull necklace and face paint like what why is he why?
1: Did that happen in the
2: movie? I don't even remember that shit. In the movie? Yeah, I thought so. Maybe I'm just misremembering it. Maybe he doesn't have the skull necklace, but for some reason he suddenly has the face paint on when the rest I of the movie just he's been blood like blood
1: from someone else <laughs> <and> died. <laughs> I thought thought he always just looked like Ben Kingsley in a lab coat the whole (laughs) movie. That's all all I'm picturing when I think of this movie. So it wasn't Ben Kingsley. It was the actor who played, not
0: the actor who played Gandhi, the actor who played Nehru in Gandhi. (laughs) He's the guy who plays Delsim. And I was like, hey, it's the guy who plays Nehru. I have no idea what that actor's name, but he's like a serious good actor. So is Raul Julia. And you could tell, yeah, you could tell that Raul Julia was like, he's like, Kind of doing a good job over here Even he's though it's blast. so dumb Even though it's so
1: stupid It was but so he is... bad he died After making it <laughs> this, this movie gave movie. him a brain tumor he, he, At the end of the credits It's like dedicated to Raul Julia
2: like, I don't want that dedicated to him
1: <laughs> don't,
2: don't kick him in while he's down <laughs> 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 I mean, he's, he's trying his best but with,
1: with the Shit material he had He couldn't really do too much so I'm trying to think what happens so next. So then they...
2: Uh, it's just a whole bunch of she, dumb She uh, breaks free of her restraints because she's got uh, really strong legs and she kicks the room apart. <laughs> and then he hits a button and a glass wall comes down. Oh, is Matt Lauer a rape cage? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and, uh, and everybody else is busted at this point and it says a glass wall drops from the ceiling separating bison from the street fighters. It's like, why are, why are they called that? Yeah, where did that go? There hasn't I been any story. street fighting. When did they thing? become the Street Fighters, capital letters? <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, he starts pumping the uh, poison gas into that half of the room that he had set up in advance, really luckily. Yeah, what an elaborate <laughs> goon, you know, a villain system. He's
1: <laughs> like, you yeah, know, in this room? Like, I really want to make sure it has, a, like, southern exposure for light and uh, piped in poison <laughs> to any corner of the room I need at, at a given Notice,
2: <laughs> and then so uh, one
1: of the
0: one of the most important moments. Oh okay, yeah, okay. So Colonel oh, Guile the gets there. Is,
1: that's not what you're going to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Colonel Guile gets to the secret base, and he gets to the secret lab, and he's like, "What is going on here?" And he finds out that it's actually that the weird monster thing is actually his friend Charlie that's been turned into the thing, and. The doctor says he still has he still has good in him. He can he's he can still be human. Fifty one
2: percent good. (laughs)
0: Like you asshole. (laughs) And then at the same time though, until they like uh, do a thing, and then at the same time, and Bison is like, release the monster to kill the prisoners. And so he they the like weird like thing comes up, but instead of the monster
1: coming out. It's Colonel Guile, and then they go and have a oh, fight. And they exchange lots of great lines. But I should just open this beer real fast, because otherwise I might have to do this sober. Uh, this <laughs> is, at this point, things just go crazy. It's like a Continental Riot House. Which I could have used for it several other points in the book, but. Ugh. Continental Riot House. This is from Single Cut, and it is a fruited IPA with passion fruit and starfruit, terpene. What the fuck does that mean? Is that like turpentine? Yeah, um, it is. Six and a half percent alcohol. I don't know what that is. Oh, I, got, I can't. I still smell that Kuiper Guinness shit. Whatever. Buddha's Buddha's <laughs> gland. <laughs> oh, oh, Oh my goodness. That is. Oh my goodness. That is. That is. That is. That is very tart.
2: Have you ever had a passion fruit? I don't not in a not outside of a beer it's
1: it's it is it is an intense thing and this tastes like it so if you're into yeah if you're into into passion fruit continental riot house that'll that'll get the job done fuck okay jesus oh Mm. i need to find another beer
2: (laughs) can't end like this
1: not like this think so then there's just a whole lot
2: of fights Everybody in the in the every character in the book at this point is now in this base and they're all fighting. And uh, Ken and Ryu are going to f- catch the uh, going to set the hostages free from the cage, but they have to catch the keys that are being thrown before they fall somewhere. And Ken has a whole hacky sack scene with the keys before they fall out of reach. <laughs> and then Honda busts in, and for some reason he's wearing his sumo gear, which is just that big loincloth thing. It's and, a diaper. Yeah, and he and Zangief start fighting because they're the big guys. And uh, it says, still grappling, they rolled away down a corridor like a giant wrecking ball of muscular protoplasm.
1: I, I had right? that as well.
2: <laughs> like, they're, they're like, bursting through concrete walls like in the cartoons. <laughs> it's like a Kool-Aid man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just they just have so much of... muzzle.
1: <laughs> I, I did, like, earlier... Uh, there's a scene when um they were talking about the, the Honda and Balrog. And it's like they're crammed inside this van like sardines. Very very large <laughs> sardines. <laughs> 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 it's like a salmon? So, I mean, it must be I was thinking I was thinking about that. Like, let me find it. I, I'm not exaggerating. Like that is what it says. <laughs> it's like very very large uh I'm not going to fuck. Yeah, very very large sardines. <laughs> but you can only imagine what that must have been like the cramped smell of an obese Japanese man and another behemoth in the jungle in a van with the windows rolled up. And he's constantly eating processed meats. <laughs> and just, and just sal- salami sandwiches. <laughs> oh, God. So then they're, they're fighting. Ken and Ryu have to fight Sagat and Vega. and uh, when, He keeps um, making
2: a knife hand. Wherever he goes, he finds a new knife hand. He's he's very good at doing that, that and and, and siestas.
1: <laughs> uh, but they have some great trash talk in this scene, like uh, Vegas stainless steel claws raked the stone just above Ryu's head, leaving a trail of sparks. Spanish ninja. Oh God, yeah. Oh no. Try. Vanished Ninja <laughs> you shouted What does that even mean? And Vega responds Handsome fighters never lose <laughs> Someone
2: got paid
1: To write this
2: Like two
1: people got paid to write this I Someone think that's, one, that's one of the
2: things he said In the game Like when he won Like they always have that scene oh, afterwards yeah. with like their faces but one's always like all fucked up and bloody his was always handsome fighters never lose.
1: I mean, I appreciate them trying <laughs> and to incorporate. Knife stuff try. The games.
2: Is that what he said in the no, game? Really? It doesn't.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you took a stab at fighting me,
2: <laughs> but you lost. I had another one. I had
1: another knife. Well, to- oh, fuck.
2: Also, at this point, Sagat uh, a has a gun, and Ryu does a magic punch that causes the gun to explode and makes a huge. Scar on Sagat's chest with the ex- gun explosion.
1: Um Well, this is he has a rifle, and this is when this is the best part of the book. This is when it was all worth it. <laughs> uh Sagat aimed the rifle. He starts to squeeze the trigger. Ryu was already sailing toward him, but the distance seemed too great. Shoryuken! Ryu screamed. Which is the their name names? Of the mystical dragon, but it's their names. <laughs> it's just their names. <laughs> <laughs> It's as if we were going to drink a really big beer And we just yell out like Nate and Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Drink the beer <laughs> Doesn't hurt now <laughs> Can't get drunk on that <laughs> But that was the best part Because I was so So disappointed that not even fucking once Was there a Hadouken in this book
2: <laughs> That's all I wanted Well they really uh like, all the magic stuff I guess Except for this one magic punch
1: Yeah that, that, so are yeah, Whereas Mortal Kombat leaned into the magic uh, this book tried to make it real, which was the first of many mistakes it made.
2: Well, it, uh, <laughs> it has real science behind uh, all of Bison's floating stuff because it's the power of superconductivity. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the pa- it's like the power of the bullet train, but for my monitor bank and for my shoes, my, my maglev belt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but I, 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 I just really wanted to have the special moves like. Psycho Crusher and Bison twirled through the air, lighting on fire. Well, in this or he, yoga uh, flame.
2: He, oh yeah, he does. He does not. He doesn't do any stretchy stuff or breathe any fire, but he uh, does genetic manipulation, which I guess is similar. More like hadouki. You know what I'm saying?
1: This book. No, All right. Mm-hmm. I find that if I say that in the bathroom, it helps. <laughs> <laughs> hadouki. <laughs> So then The last part here Guile and M. Bison Have a lengthy Fight scene Punctuated with
0: It was still only Seven seconds In the movie It was still so short
1: Enough time That basically The only dialogue Are Arnold Schwarzenegger Type lines Like when He throws Uh Oh when, When Guile shows up For the first time Yahoo, all night. All right, the street fighters cheered happily. And M. Bison's like, how are you here, Guile? I destroyed you. I saw it on my TV. (laughs) And Guile says, maybe you ought to switch to cable.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then they just start fighting. Well, they fight, and he kicks him into his uh, computer stuff. He gets electrocuted to death. And then his magic CPR armor... Brings him back to life (laughs) And now he can fly And there's more electricity And he's shooting electricity and stuff And he gets kicked into the monitors again And is re-electrocuted and he dies Even though he was Already electrified So I don't understand why it hurt him Because it was already happening And he Uh, never once said shocking Or anything (laughs) (laughs)
3: And And then so there's a fight
0: And it looks like Colonel Guile is dead but of course he isn't uh, But then And then there's like a big ex- You think he's like Stuck in there They think they both died And then the whole thing blows up And everyone is like Oh Colonel Guile He died in there Oh no But then he just walks out It's total like Indiana Jones moment Like Nope Still here You know Like you <laughs> thought I went over the cliff But nope I'm holding on to the root On the middle of the tree and then he says a dumb line, and then everyone is like, "Yeah, do not go in there." <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> uh, <did> you... <laughs> I hope he had insurance. <laughs> uh, he does say at one point uh, when M. Bison's they're trash talking each other. He's like, "Do you think might?" Mike- defeats right or some bullshit and then he goes no but a hard
2: case can defeat a nut case (laughs) like like, okay (laughs) when he when he he kills him he says bison you're off the air
1: (laughs) (laughs) he does
2: (laughs) and then when they're when they're all running out of the explosion and they can't keep the magic door open from crushing everybody Zangief switches sides and holds the door open and they're like why'd you help us is i took your women i could not take your lives as well (laughs) that would be too much
3: (laughs) oh my god Uh,
1: oh wait i'm just i'm just going because i have so many lines highlighted in just this section of things guile says oh we completely forgot
2: about dj the 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 one-man it crew for m bison (laughs)
1: The IT department. He's
2: also island.
0: the only black guy, and they name him
2: DJ. Oh no, Balrog is also Balrog black. Balrog's uh, black. Mike, uh, the you know, only the, black guy working. The character for formerly Bison. known as Mike Bison.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and also, they use the same simile multiple times. Every time someone's typing, it's like he typed very quickly, like a concert pianist. But they say it several times. Like it's like, oh, that's good. I'll stick with that one. <laughs> Don't, don't want to work too hard on
3: this book.
1: <laughs> I just remember one more line when, but I forgot to say this earlier, when Gael scares away the undersecretary and uh, T-Hawk T- T- is like, excuse me for saying, sir, but that was our boss. And Gael says, hey, he fired me. He's just lucky I don't work for the post office.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, that's, a, that's an old reference too.
1: It was yeah, it was more of a thing in the nineties. <laughs> like I, 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 like, I forgot that
2: was a thing. It was like, oh wow. Yeah. I remember that that time when we, everyone was worried that postal workers were going to murder everyone?
1: I, I well they just murder the other people at the post yeah, office.
2: Like but I don't understand where that idea yeah, came now, from. now it's schools.
1: <laughs> it's it's so passe. As <laughs> you get younger and younger, they don't even get the chance to start work
2: at the post office <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> all those kids were going to become go postal post workers. It's like express delivery. <laughs> Bullets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hope. Oh man! I mean, the idea of getting shot while you work at the post office is a double whammy. But imagine the guys are saying shit like "Return to Sender" <laughs> 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 in the spirit of this shitty book. Or it's like, like just if the bullet like gets
2: stopped by something else, like, oh, not enough postage.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Undeliverable, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. okay. So, oh oh, that's two books, both ridiculously <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Obviously, Street Fighter was better for many reasons, but the one thing that Mortal Kombat did better is that the plot was set up like the video game in terms of like it's a series of one on one fights, like a tournament. Now, the fights in were bad, but at least that was like the like the video game. Whereas in Mortal Kombat, it,
3: there
0: fighter. were very few fights. And it wasn't like a fight versus, you know, a tournament fight. The one-on-one fight, then another one-on-one fight, then another one. It kind of wasn't like that. It was like just, it was very little. There was barely any streets.
1: <laughs> also true. So the plot of the video game was fucking really dumb, too. But it was basically like, Did M it, Bison.
0: Did it even have a plot? Because I was more under the impression it was more like, it has distinct characters I think that fight a, a slightly different way because they, they have, like, special modes. That movies.
1: was a new thing in Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 1, nobody ever played because it wasn't for home video games. And he just played as Ryu. Um, and it was just Ryu fighting against random people street fighter 2 he played different characters they had different moves and such but the plot thin as it is was that m bison leading leader of the shadowloo company or something like that (laughs) set up a fighting tournament to find the best fighters so he could hire them or something like that, (laughs) or he could brainwash them or enslave them that was the plot so there's not much but if something so they just they're like, we'll just take the word shadow, Lou. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> the rest of the movie, the rest of the plot, we'll, we got it from here. But there's so much more in the game, like Akuma is a character, and he like pretends to be... I don't know, it's fucking confusing and stupid. So I feel like, like, they, five they,
2: they, like both game series like, added a lot more in-depth plot as they went on, I think. Like, yeah, now they're definitely. on like, you know, 15 on both of them, so they have continuing tales. But they didn't exist at the time of, of these movies.
1: There also were like five different versions of Street Fighter 2. You notice that? There were like Street Fighter 2, Tournament Edition, oh, Street Fighter 2, yeah. the Hyper Edition, Street Fighter 2, the new challengers. And that was because Nintendo had a... Is it Capcom? Capcom? Capcom. Make yeah. Street Fighter? They had a like an exclusive thing like only Nintendo could have Street Fighter 2. But then they were like, but you didn't say Street Fighter 2, Tournament Edition. And then they could sell that to Sega. So then they just kept, like, shit, now we need a specialer Street Fighter. And then they just kept expanding. Instead of just making sequels, they just kind of added some more palette swaps and so to make more stupid garbage. Overall thoughts, Nate. <laughs> what were the themes?
0: <laughs> Mortal Kombat took, it the, took itself so seriously. I mean, it was supposed to be darker, which it was, you know, because the video game is darker. I get that. But the... The book took itself more seriously, but was so stupid <laughs> and was just worse written. Yeah. Even though, but Street Fighter was just silly and it didn't pretend it wasn't silly, even for a second. It's just like, we're just going to be silly and crazy. And there you go. And I'm glad I did watch the movie because it, it would
2: have been really pretty confusing. Jimmy? Uh, they were bad. But they, they were they were as good as they could have been because they could only be as good as the movie was, and the movies were bad. So nailed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my uh, my review on Goodreads. I gave Street Fighter three stars because for what it was, it was fine. It was trash, but it was it was. Fine it was enough. the
0: novelization of a screenplay for, of a movie for you know eleven year old boys.
1: That's what my review is. Are you reading it? <laughs> the
2: guy who wrote Street Fighter, like the movie, also wrote Die Hard.
1: Oh, well, and he okay. wrote
2: uh, Running Man and Commando, like all those '90s action things. Like he wrote all those. He just well, shit the bed on this into one. Into
1: that world, <laughs> my review as Nate basically said verbatim: "Is it was exactly what I expected it to be." The novelization of the screenplay adaptation of the home video game adaptation of the sequel to the original arcade hit. (laughs) It's it's exactly what it is. If you expect anything more than that, you will be disappointed. Uh, And Mortal Kombat was shittier. Just because it's... I don't know. It kind of, like, focused only on a couple of characters, and a lot of other characters just appear in the background... You know, like, there's other characters that are just there. They made Reptile you know,
2: like, an actual Reptile.
1: If you Or, like, Baraka was a character from Mortal Kombat 2, the guy with, like, the fangs yeah. and, the, and the Wolverine claws. They just, like, they just pass him in the hallway. They, like, bump into him, like, oh, hey, my bad. <laughs> that was Baraka. He was spooky. <laughs> it's so stupid. Or at least in Street Fighter, all the characters are most, you know, all the characters from the Street Fighter 2 game are there, and even some extra ones. From the various later editions and arcade versions, at least they like used them. Mortal Kombat just focused on three, the three least cool characters to play as.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Sonya sucked. You, you really look look back at what what the characters look like in Mortal Kombat too, like the the action captured images. She's wearing like um like fitness like a spandex, <laughs> like a yeah like a,
2: a sports bra like and eight and minute and abs. leggings. <laughs> With like leg warmers,
3: <laughs>
2: and she's like a like a headband on to like keep her hair out of her face, but it's still like styled eighties messy. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: now they've made her much sexier. Uh, they've they increased the Jehoobies for sure, um, but the the original is just ridiculous looking. Yeah, she's got like leggings on with like a black underwear thing over them, <laughs> and then a bra and a ponytail.
0: It's been so oh, long since I've seen this. I'm, I'm looking up the original Sega Genesis
1: graphics. Oh, yeah. They they don't really hold up so well. <laughs> they were fun games. Terrible movies. I saw Street Fighter two twice in theaters for some reason.
2: Oh, God. Why?
1: Well, we would go to the movies and we'd buy tickets to one thing and then hang out and watch like four different movies because that's what we did. And so it must have been like, all right, fuck, I guess we're watching Street Fighter again. <laughs> so we watched it. And I think at the end of the movie or after the credits, like M. Bison pops out of the rubble. I remember that. Did that happen?
2: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He probably some, some, said something like, ouchies.
1: <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. Yeah, in a post credit scene, the seemingly deceased Bison is revived once again amidst his ruined command center to reattempt world conquest. He's
2: going to have to really worked pretty hard on that last one I mean he lost everything no one's going to accept his bison dollars now
1: I like that he's that's his uh, his attempt to uh, you know to take over the world but also not
2: pay too much <laughs> if <laughs> they made the movie the now if currency. they made the movie now he'd have like he's like, guess we're going to run it entirely on dogecoin <laughs> 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 they'll accept it you'll see it's a legitimate currency <laughs> sets up Shadaloo as a Bitcoin mining operation <laughs> <laughs> Oh, definitely
1: <laughs> Oh my god, Kylie Minogue was in this movie? She was Cammy I had no idea
0: I saw her name in the credits and I was like, wait a minute <laughs>
1: <laughs> There was so many was Several names Wes Studi That guy Chun-Li. who plays every Native American character you've seen Yeah He was Sagat <laughs> He was the bad Indian in Last of the Mohicans. I never saw that. You you, you know who
2: West Studi is? Yeah, right? I, mean, I, I know who he is. Yeah, he's
1: just he's always he's always the mean Native American guy.
2: He <laughs> now he's a... playing Sagat, the Thai man. In 1994, that was good enough.
1: <laughs> that was well, that was spot well, Jean-Claude on. Jean-Claude
2: Van Damme is playing the American <laughs> and not even <laughs> attempting to.
1: <laughs> well they gave him a tattoo right <laughs> yeah. Yes I am he from had Detroit had a very <laughs>
2: thick accent though I was born in Ohio I'm <laughs> <laughs> a real American boy
3: <laughs>
1: Oh my god
2: Sonic Boom <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah I don't know a lot of these other names
2: Well most of them went oh, on man. to do absolutely nothing Because it was a bad movie And they were bad actors
1: yeah, that's that's true. Like all the other people were hired just because they're like, "You look like Zangief, like <laughs> just just sit there." We'll <laughs> that's mm. all you need to do. <laughs> right, well, hey, You're a big Japanese guy, or uh, this name does not look Japanese at all. The guy who played E Honda.
2: Well, in the book, he's Hawaiian.
1: <laughs> was he Hawaiian?
2: Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're Edmund Honda, the famous Hawaiian sumo wrestler." Like, yeah, that's me. He said, eating another meatball sub. <laughs> I
1: would say Honda is a Japanese name. But yeah, the, the actor who plays him is clearly like part Samoan or something. Can't, I'm, I can't believe I'm reading the fucking story on Wikipedia about E-Honda right now.
2: <laughs> this is the depths we must go for research. <laughs> I, need to, I need to
1: understand the backstory of the fat guy from Street Fighter. <laughs> Or Zenquief, um had the weirdest chest hair and bizarre scars slash camouflage looking scars
2: on his body. That's just what every Russian guy has just from growing up in Russia.
1: <laughs> but if you look at him, it's really weird. He has no body hair at all except this weird patch in the middle of his chest. It's like an upside down Christmas tree. And on his shins, there's hair coming out of his <laughs> <Yeah>. boots. <laughs> Because he's like mid transformation into Teen Wolf. He's got Robin Williams' legs. Just
2: the legs. And just the lower part. He's got a Rob, Robin Williams' shins and solar plexus. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to wear socks. He's got fur.
1: <laughs> oh sweet Jesus! Okay, so um, who should read this? Obviously, no Anyone one who's a fan of the film. No, not even fans of the film. <laughs> no one should ever
2: read this, <laughs> either of them. What if you're in a place and you you want to watch it, but you can't because there's no TV? Like, thank <laughs> God I have the novelization with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you you, can, you you know you're not able to stream it anywhere,
1: but you really need to see Raul Julia's <laughs> last performance, and he starred in this book, so you can read it then.
0: <laughs> with John, I, Jean I can see it ben in my head. I'm really surprised that the books even ever got printed because <laughs> not only because they're bad, but also like the movie is for 11 year old boys and 11 year old boys don't read
2: like who was at, who did they think would this, who was, was going to buy this? It probably, you know, effectively cost them nothing. That must be it.
1: These are totally, I mean, I, I'm sure they're still a thing, but I remember going to f- school book fairs around this time. Oh yeah, the scholastic ton- newsletter. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, There I were that. tons of these shitty books, just the novelization. I remember getting one the novelization of Pagemaster with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> I remember reading that as a kid. Yeah, that was just a thing. I think that was a, you know, a way to try to you trick know, it, kids it into reading. Like, um,
0: I guess I guess that's probably right. Or like school libraries would buy it and stuff like that and parents and, would be like listen the kids reading a book so we'll <laughs> get it for him it doesn't matter how shitty
1: it is absolutely the
2: boy this the boy is interested in reading buy him that book i know that some people like read the novelizations of like the the star wars movies oh god because they like Expand on the universe and add more stuff and like more background information on characters and motivation and stuff like that, and you know, there's like a narrator so you can kind of there's the 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 non dialogue expands a lot of stuff that you wouldn't really get from the movie, so they learn more, but like these books, like especially Street Fighter, is literally just the screenplay with like reformatted, so there's really no point in reading it. it's just the movie in a words.
1: Which is a thing for it would have been perfect for a kid who's not a big reader, you know? Oh, you like it here? Read the book, and they're like, Oh, yeah, I kind of understand what happens already, even though a lot of people didn't understand the plot of Street Fighter apparently. Because one of the only other reviews on Goodreads for Street Fighter is from someone who has their own podcast, and they wrote the Three Nice Things podcast, never heard of them a couple years ago. I foolishly thought this would clear up the plot a little. No.
2: Like the movie <laughs> it is based on it is comically nonsensical. I mean the plot's pretty straightforward. It's stupid, but it wasn't hard to understand. Yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense.
1: Well, yeah, it kind of makes sense in its own
2: kicked in it the head internal by a logic. Yeah, I agree. Zangief could understand it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's the Forrest Gump of the Street Fighter world. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you have daddy named Zangief too. <laughs> <laughs> I must go pee. Uh, yeah, no one should. No one should read it. And I would. I would go forward to say no one should watch the movies.
2: <laughs> no, they're bad. No. So they did make that new Mortal Kombat, and it was not as bad, but it wasn't great.
1: I. I still. That still has not gotten its way over to good. <laughs> It's still on the bad end of things (laughs) Well Nate This now You've seen both of them right So that brings you up to a total of five movies you've seen (laughs) (laughs) Two of them this week Yeah. Do you think people Who should ever watch them Oh I
0: mean Only (laughs) if you really want to laugh at how stupid The 90s were And also I mean they were also capitalizing On the success of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie You know and is, you know, cultural were successful. I think so. Yeah. Well, they made a second. They made a second one. You know, turtles. won
2: three of them. No, oh, oh shit! No, I don't think well, I saw turtles go in, back time. in time. Don't forget turtles in time. I don't, yeah, I don't think I saw the third one, <laughs> but they go um, back to feudal Japan.
0: Anyway, song. but also, <laughs> you know, the the I uh, I think uh, the the teenage mutant ninja turtles were huge in like the late eighties, early nineties, and so was like karate in you know studio, not studios, dojo, What? whatever what they called, karate. I think dojo. You know, like trainer people who, like, teach you how to do karate and martial arts, and that was huge too, and so this was just going to, end. then the video game tie-in with all of that, they were like, oh, we're going to make a buttload of money, but we don't want to spend any money on a script
3: <laughs>
0: or, you know...
1: Because no, one's, no one would care if they did
0: No, because it's for 11 year olds And they have no sense of what's good or bad So we can do whatever we want It can be as silly as possible Yet we'll still get Jean-Claude Van Damme And Frau Julia And some Semi names for these I guess <laughs> But they were so bad Though uh, Mortal Kombat was worse I will still <laughs> say between the movies It was still worse because <laughs> the fights were really bad and really short. The actress playing Sonya was like so bad. Like and Goro had to be done with like claymation, because they didn't have CG that could do that oh my at the God, time. Yeah. But horrendous. because but but because he had to be claymation, I can only imagine that those even very short scenes took up like 50% of the budget of the whole movie, you know, and took months and months to do because they had to put him in with the real people at the the real person. That's a lot of clay. So that must've been very, <laughs> that must've actually been very difficult. Like filmmaking. Although actually another thing I noticed in street fighter, they actually, the, the director tried to actually do some like semi creative, like film things like, that like the 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 camera pan, uh zooms into like the tattoo on the guy's arm and then there's a dissolve to like that same image on like the side of a building or something like that it's anyway there was like some creative they tried to make some creative choices with the filmmaking but it was still just this is silly and dumb and everybody knew it You know, everyone kind of had a little, like, smile on their face, like, isn't this the dumbest thing we've ever been in? And that was uh, probably
1: true. Like, especially Jean-Claude Van Damme, he was like, this is stupid. For a guy not known for making, you know, particularly decent films, for you to say that about his career, like, this is shitty by his standards, (laughs) Yep, is intense. But yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think no one should watch them. No one should have watched them. They shouldn't have been made,
2: <laughs> and no one should this have. It was an affront to no-
1: made a
0: novelization of the screenplay because they shouldn't have existed in the first place.
1: Yeah, like if you, I can't, can't. Besides twelve year old boys, I can't imagine the kind of person that's like. I really like the source material, but I just prefer the written word.
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: to learn about Goro. <laughs> I just like really like to, I like to read it myself. sleep. Like no one's gonna say the book was better than <laughs> it needs to be. That it needs to exist. Movies so, better than the book. So in terms of punishment books, this might be the best, the closest I've come to shitty books that I made you guys read. Yeah, because the, because the last two ended up not being that shitty. So no,
2: bear take, was decent, and the pounded in the butt. Buy Your Own Butt book was just <laughs> humorous <laughs> and took about 11 minutes. So, all right, but well, having then. to read these two fucking novelizations, uh, I didn't love it.
1: It wasn't that bad though,
2: but they're not worse than
0: Twilight, they're kind of just on the same level as Twilight. Actually, Inter- that's not true. Twilight is more competently written, it's <laughs> just a stupider story,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, Twilight is a better written book. These yeah. were shit out in a weekend by some, you know, Ghost Raider guy that had gambling debts or something. <laughs> or, uh, you know, they had pictures of him blowing a senator. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'll do it, I'll
2: do it. <laughs> um, So no one should read them. Why would they blackmail a guy doing the blowing? <laughs> <laughs> It was the 90s. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's victim blaming.
0: <laughs> it it wasn't in an airport bathroom, so it's the guy that got in trouble. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh so I guess what I'm saying is you're welcome, yeah.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas. <Okay. laughs> yep. And, and uh, uh, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkeyesbookclub
1: at gmail Follow us on Twitter at drunkeyesbc, or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkeyesbookclub. And uh, we failed to mention both reviewing us or heading over to our Patreon during this episode, or buying merch, uh, or yeah, any of the ways we've tried to monetize. <laughs> we had a lot this. to talk about this time. Yeah. we did. Yeah, a lot long, going on. Important issues. <laughs> But if you want to support the podcast, you could leave us a review. They have reviews on Spotify, you know, now. And you could also go to slash drunk guys book club or just tell someone to check it out or go to our website, drunk guys book club.com. You can check out our merch store and buy, buy shit with our name on it. Why wouldn't you want that? Or buy it for your enemies? You know, just make them wear it. Um, any of those things would be helpful. And if you don't like the podcast, said so don't don't do Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> do something why
2: the fuck are you still listening at this point (laughs) it's really really on you at this point yeah um you. (laughs) you can also find us on goodreads where we talk about books and we'll be discussing uh the themes and motivations of each character of both of these books with our our discussion group um we're gonna put that out today so everyone can check <laughs> I'm just kidding, we're not gonna do that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.